Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, good evening, and good night to everyone out there on the internet. And welcome once again to another episode of Lansing with myself. I'm Steve D from Tin Star Games, and this is my weekly timeout where I take a five minutes of my day to talk about being a freelance creative game designer, especially when you're low on spoons and low on cash, to get you out there making your own games and uh, expanding your skills and your creativity. Last week, we talked a little bit about setting some time aside in your life to learn, no matter what stage you are in the process, and to think about how you can improve your skills. Luckily, there is a tidal wave of stuff out there that you can learn from, uh, and and it that is great because it, it can cover the whole gamut of where you are in the process, and it can just keep filling up your life. Of course, that can be overwhelming because you can be like, God, if I'm not listening to that or reading all those books or doing a course, am I actually studying enough? Honestly, it's a difficult question. You don't want to feel like there there uh, isn't anything else you can still learn, but you also don't want to feel like you you know there's too much for you to learn. You want to be able to keep moving on and practicing, but it is important to learn where you can. Um, so what I think about this variety is that there are things that um, you can pick what suits you. Like I used to listen to the Board Game Design Lab, which is an excellent podcast, but it's a little bit basic for me, and I, I was finding myself always just going, "Yep, know that, know that, know that." But it's still interesting, and I still check in with it lately. And the the host is amazing. The techniques they talk about are great, and I carry with them to this day. You've also got Ludology. Speaking of great podcasts, Ludology is a great podcast with two industry insiders that often talks to great industry people. And that's just a really good one to check into on a regular basis again, just to get the sense of what those people are talking about. Sometimes what we're, what we're doing is not so much, I need to know more, but I want to hear how these people work, you know? And that's one of the things about having a scene that we've talked about before, is getting together with people who are intelligent and know things and you can bounce ideas off will make you a better thinker about games as well. And sometimes that's just sitting down and listening to them talk about what's going on and the topic that they've chosen today. Um, similarly, when it comes to books, you're going to look at all different things. Worth reading almost any book on game design. Uh, but again, you might find some simpler and some less simple. I've got a whole pack of them on my shelves. I'm going to talk about a few of them at the moment. Um, I'm just going to go through a couple of titles that I happen to have. I'm going to tell you the ones I've read and ones I haven't. Um, because, as I said last time... We're all on a different process. We've all got more to learn, and it can be absolutely overwhelming. I'm taking a break at the moment and learning about something else that I need to learn because I have a day job as well as game design. But here's some some uh, books that I've looked at. Um, the Cobbled Guide to Board Game Design is a really good starter book. It's a series of different essays that go through all different um, parts of the process, all the way from the very first ideas to the end. 
it's it's written with a really basic um, understanding, and it's just by by a whole bunch of really good game designers. And um, I cannot recommend a better place to start than the Cobbold's Guide to Board Game Design. Um, another series of essays um, that is quite interesting. And is also really easy to read because it's just a series of thoughts. It's in fact, um, was it 100 and something, 125 thoughts about games? It's called Things We Think About Games by Will Heinmarch and Jeff Tidball. It's one of those things that because it's so short, you can just open up a page and read that page, which some people find really useful. If you're stuck about how to learn, this is a great book because you can just pick it up and go, right, I'm going to learn this lesson today. Um... And uh, it's a really good way, again, just to get things into your brain and, and a single thought that can spark something for you. Uh, if you like narrative games, you're looking for games that tell stories by Ignacy Trezuric, whose name I definitely mangled, which is an incredible look at how games produce narratives. Uh, from another point of view, you've got Hamlet's Hit Points, which is less well-known in the tabletop uh, area, but it's it's actually coming from a very narrative position of taking famous stories such as Hamlet and a few others, and examining uh, how they work in terms of a me mechanistic approach, which can then let you build those things into gaming. And that's a really interesting way to sort of again spark your mind from the other point of view, and let you start seeing movies and stories and and TV shows that you watch and like how would I make those into games. Um, I'm currently reading this enormous tome called The Art of Game Design, colon, A Book of Lenses by Jesse Schell. It's an incredible work that produces um, a series of lenses, which is like, here is how to look at your game through this. It is dense, it is big, but it is full of an incredible advice, and it comes with an app. Um, so that's by Jesse Schell. It's called The Art of Game Design, A Book of Lenses. And like... Um, like what we think about games, it gives you just little lenses. It gives you something like a hundred and something lenses that you can apply to your game, as well as teaching you the process. It's like, here's a lens that lets you look at your game through about this or about that. If you're ever stuck, you can just pick up a different lens and go, right, given this lens, where am I? What am I doing? What can I make? How can I use that lens to learn more about my game? Or indeed, someone else's game that I'm looking at. Two that I've recently got but haven't even opened are A Theory of Fun for Game Design by Ralph Costa and Characteristics of Games by Jeff Skeller, I'll, Jeff, the George Scaff, Ilias, Richard Garfield, and K. Robert Gushera. Um, both of these were highly recommended to me as, as sort of building blocks of the very uh, nature of the theory. Haven't read a single word. Um, they're sitting there on my shelf, things to read. I've still got to finish Art of Lenses, uh, again, uh, a book of lenses. Um, so, but as I said last time, learning is an ongoing process. I shouldn't, I don't, I try not to look at this as, uh, oh no, I've still got to read all that. I try to look at it as, this is my lifetime of learning. And, you know, once I finish one book, I might wait a year and then read another one. I want to have enough books so that I can always be learning rather than feel like I have to read those before I can I can graduate. So I'm looking forward to pushing through um, lenses and moving on to those. Those are some excellent titles. Um, I also should mention Jamie Stegmeyer, who has an amazing YouTube show uh, where he occasionally talks about uh, how to be a game designer, but he always talks about mechanisms he loves and why he loves them. And it's five minutes long, just like this one. So that comes us back to that original idea of just short, sharp ideas, um, like what we think of when we think about games, which is a 
um, things we think about games, which is, again, just those short, sharp ideas. So even if you don't have the time to sit down and do a whole course for six months or three years or whatever, there's a lot of options out there that can just give you five minutes of, here's a new way to think about my games, my processes, my design, and hey, this is one of them as well, which you've already found if you listen to this, but there's a bunch of other ones out there. Short, long, complex, simple, you've got a lot of options. Explore, put your, if I've missed any of your favorites, put them in the comments, and find what works for you. As I always like to say, you're the expert in you, you know what works for you, what's going to work for you is not going to work for other people. Luckily, there's a cornucopia of stuff out there. So, some titles, some shows, some podcasts, get into it, find a way to learn, find a way to think about new ideas from wherever they come. Till next time, do some learning and then, of course, do some practice uh, and make a game. So, I'll catch you next week. Be good, play games, pat dogs, have fun. 